0: Welcome to the Sports Betting Podcast, The Line Breakers. Hey, how's everyone doing out there? The Line Breakers Podcast. I'm Coop, and we're back. Podcast number 11. Let's talk a little bit about last week and how we did. I think we did pretty well. Hit 58% of our bets, all of our plays. So, positive week. Two winning weeks in a row. Exactly what you want. Exactly what you're here to do. You're here to make money. And that's what we did, provided you two weeks of you in the green. You're welcome. Moving on, moving on to this week. It's a slow week in baseball, especially. We have the All-Star break. Home Run Derby yesterday. We'll talk a little bit about that um, later on. All-Star game tonight. Who knows, the AL's going to win, the going to win. We didn't really pick a game just because of the All-Star game. It's even lost its whole cliche of the winner the whatever league wins gets to represent uh gets to be like the home field home field advantage in the world series. So I mean ever since that it's kind of it's kind of a crapshoot. I mean if you want to bet, bet at your own risk. AL's wanna won a bunch. I think they've won eighteen of their last twenty two all star games. So I mean if you want to take it off that little trend by all means. But like once again last week we were like plus between five and seven units. I mean a hundred unit guy, it's what, seven hundred bucks. So that's what we like to see and now we're moving on to moving on to the big leagues. July 15th, next Monday, we will be going fully paid. So no freebies, no free ones on our Instagram page. We will be fully operational on our website, www.thelinebreakers.com. You go there, sign up, make an account. We've all been there, you make an account. They'll ask for you some information, and that's where you get your picks. Every day, the system will... We'll email you, I'm pretty sure. They'll email you, and and that's what you get. Click the link. You'll see the pics. You'll see our write-ups, just like how you do on our Instagram page. And we're ready to roll from there. So it's kind of important that you go to the website, kind of familiarize yourself with the website, how it works. By all means, sign up for the podcast. It's in the top right-hand corner. Put your email there. You'll be there. Listen to me. I think we'll have... uh, Big Bad Derek next week, maybe, perhaps. So, yeah, I mean, we're ready to roll. We've been talking about this for weeks, getting our algorithm right, getting everything right. Um, And once again, if you don't cash, we don't cash in the uh, week. I mean, we trust our algorithm. We trust that we'll win in the long term. We won't win every day, but, I mean, we trust we'll win. Two weeks in a row, I think, before that. Maybe we had one or two, and then we had, like, five weeks. We had the whole monster May I mean, yeah, that's exactly what you want to see. I mean, July, we're up. We're up in July. And and just important, as we've been preaching the past, I know we probably said it on every single podcast, bankroll management, how important it is, how important it is to lay out your weeks and what you have to do, how much money you want to spend during that week. And if you're not willing to lose X amount of money, then you're not ready to put that all in play. That can't be your total for your bankroll. That can't be used to run your, how many units you're going to play or how much money you're going to use for for one unit. And there's no problem using 10, $10 a unit. I mean, we all have to start somewhere. And this is about making money. I mean, if you make what? If you would have been $10 a unit last week, you'd have made 60 bucks. I mean, that's 60 bucks you didn't have the week before. And that's what you're looking right? You're looking to make money. If you're trying to get out here and you're trying to do this one bet, you're trying to go to Vegas and... And bet seventy five grand on Tiger to win the uh, to win the matches. I mean that doesn't happen. That's not realistic. That's the one outlier in the story. We're here to have consistent, p- positive weeks and get you money in the long run. There'll be three sort of packages: uh, day, week, month. And exactly, and you can make your decision on uh, on what you want to pick. And once again, our packages are the week and the month will be if uh if you don't cash we don't cash and we stand behind that that's what we're going to do and and now you'll see you'll see what we've been uh working on for months now our team here and everyone punching the numbers punching the clock late at night looking at games looking at spreads reading numbers trends that's what goes all into that work into that little I mean, it looks like a little passage, but so much work goes into that. And that's what we're excited to for everyone to see. We want everyone to get ready. The line breakers are about to take over the game. All right? We'll take a little break and we'll talk about the home run derby and a little about the Women's World Cup, a little stuff about that. And maybe we'll talk about second half, second half projections as far as MVPs, Cy Youngs, all stuff like that. Hey everyone, I'm back, Coop, podcast number 11. If you missed it before, I mean, I'm sure you didn't, I mean, I've been talking about it for the past five minutes, July 15th, that's when we're going fully operational. Go to our website, www.thelinebreakers.com, and that's where we'll be able to see all of our write-ups. Come July 15th, you'll be able to see all of our write-ups. You sign up for a membership. You've been there before, sign up for a membership, except this membership is going to give you back. We're gonna make you guys money, and that's what you're here for—to make money. So you'll go there, sign up for a membership, pick whatever package you want, and then every day you'll go back and you'll see what picks we have for in store for you. What, where? It's almost like the rainbow going to linebreakers.com. It's like where, where's let's let's find the pot of gold. What do they have for us today? What picks are they gonna do for us today? Remember, two winning wee weeks in a row. Start of something special. July and August, they're pretty, I mean, they're obviously just baseball-filled months, but this is when teams are crunching down, you you kind of see the break between teams that want to win and teams that are going to lose, and you'll see trades happening, teams getting better. The cream kind of rhymes to the top right now, so that's when we're really going to start making you guys some money. So it's a real special time, and I hope you guys are pumped for because that's what we're, uh, the past couple of months, this is what we've been waiting for. So buckle up. kind of transition into the women's world cup a little bit talk about how the betting happened i mean i guess we're all sitting down here now we're wishing that the women's world cup was almost every summer every week every month because i mean if you bet the united states i mean they just don't lose they won last year they won last world cup four years ago they won again this year i mean they just don't lose that's just it's just the smart money play to bet on them and i mean they really didn't I guess the finals they were minus 2 275 in the finals I mean I mean you're kind of losing a lot of money but they're they just play so confident they just they I mean some people have come out and said they're cocky and stuff like that but I mean that's what you want in a team you want them to be cocky you want them to be confident and it's almost funny now like looking at the US and they're almost like the patriots of uh of the world in women's soccer easily probably the best most winning soccer program in the world on the women's side. I mean, if you want to stack them in the men's, I mean, only one other team has ever won back-to-back World Cups. I think that was Italy back in, like, the 30s. And the USA have done it now. And everyone's talking about equal pay. We're not here really to talk about that. But, I mean, it was, if, if you laid money on the United States, smart bet. Smart bet all day. And the, the bookmakers weren't even making it, like, hard to bet them. I mean, minus 275, maybe you think about it a little bit, but, I mean, what are you going to bet the Netherlands? I think they were plus, I mean, I guess the plus 700 was enticing, but, I mean, that's just that's just a dumb bet. It's either you stay off that or you bet the United States. No way people were out here betting uh, plus 700 for the Netherlands. Maybe, maybe somebody's parents on the Netherlands team was maybe throwing 10 bucks on the Netherlands. They'll get lucky. 170 bucks but yeah i mean everyone in the united states if you were a betting man you bet the u.s women all day every day and we're filming this on a, we're recording this on a tuesday last night was the home run derby obviously i mean after before last night i guess two years ago was pretty exciting with judge and stanton in miami but i mean last night It exceeded all expectations. Nobody thought it was going to go like that. Everyone was going to be like, it's just guys hitting home runs. Like, we see this every year. It's kind of like the slam dunk contest. It's almost gotten stale. Like, people can only do so many dunks. And even with home runs, it's like the end goal is going over the fence. Like, that's what everyone knows that's going to happen. But last night was special. We had Vladimir Guerrero, Big Daddy, Vladdy, Pete Alonso, Jock Peterson, Josh Bell. I mean, they had this guy on CBS, The Expert, who uh, I guess he called like Bryce Harper's uh, win last week. It's like, yeah, big, big oh, last year. It's like big call guy. Bryce Harper, lefty, hard swing. It's like, of course he's going to hit home runs. He, this guy predicted Josh Bell winning it. What did he go, like one round? He didn't really put on that much show. I mean, if you saw Vladimir Guerrero, 29 home runs in the first round, 29 home runs in the second round. Oh, even more. I guess he had 29 and Jock. P- oh, yeah. The Jock Peterson, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Second round. That was just, that was something special. That was much watched TV. You won't see many more exciting things this summer than until football season starts. That's, that's the excitement you'll have to live with until football season starts. But they were just going back and forth, bomb after bomb. It's almost impressive to see these. I mean, they're almost like superheroes when you see these home run derbies. They're like, seems like they're missing the ball a little bit. doesn't matter. They're tired. They just took, like, 40 swings in, like, four minutes. I want everyone to go out there and just, and just try to take 40 swings. And on the 40th swing, just see how far the ball goes. Especially if they're using wooden bats. I mean, there's, like, a little bit of pressure on them, but I guess pressure to hit home runs, but it didn't seem like it. Jock Peterson's been there before. I think he got second place a couple years ago. <laughs> I mean, he knew what he was there for, and... There's kind of a little controversy with the home runs and the, I guess it was the like original round when they tied at 29. Um, The Telecaster, if you watched on ESPN, he like counted wrong or he, he was just counting too soon. But after all that, I think they went to triple overtime. I think the final score was like 40 to 39. So those are the two highest home run derby totals in a round, which probably won't be beat for a while, unless you get, uh, I mean, the only thing better would have been, like, if Judge was in it, because you know Judge would just be hitting bombs, too, it's always impressive, too, when they, after each round, they show the graphs, they show the, the trajectory of the ball, and they'll have, like, the red one for, like, the ones over 440, and the yellow ones for whatever, just a home run, and just, like, just, like, peppering the outfield, It's like, he had how many? I think last night there were like four or five, I think like the top six uh, rounds in the Home Run Derby like history, I guess we'll say. Um, Like four or five of them were just from last night. Guerrero had 29, 40. Jack Peterson had 39. Alcunia had, I think like 20, 25. But I guess not really the underdog, because he was kind of favored him. Josh Bell and Guerrero were kind of, I think they were all like plus 400 before it started. Pete Alonzo kind of coming up. Rookie, obviously has 30 home runs first half of the year. Met record. I mean, looks like he's poised for big things, especially the end of the year. See if he'll get to the Mark McGuire rookie record of like 50. I think it's like 48 or 58. I think it's probably 58. Which would be an incredible number to hit, obviously. But yeah, I mean, he kind of just... Slowly made his approach. He's kind of like a... He's kind of like an awkward guy, in my opinion. Like, he's kind of... Like, he doesn't really have a real, like... He's obviously a hard swing, but he doesn't have, like, a... Like, a signature swing. Like, a Griffey or a... Or, like, even, like, Derek Jeter had, like, a cool little... Like, little bat... um, Like, how he moved the bat pre-swing. He's kind of just, like, very, like, cookie-cutter approach. Kind of like when you make, like, a when you make like a my player and mlb the show and he has like the default swing that's kind of like what he's got but obviously he just hits bombs and he hits it all over the field too he's in center left right obviously opposite field he's a he's a righty so his right field's opposite field and he was doing it all over the park especially going into the final i mean i guess you could say that vladimir guerrero got tired at the end i mean he's been he was swinging for how long whatever had that swing off, and going into the final, I guess Pete Alonso had a little bit of the advantage, swinging second, I guess you have the advantage too, and, and yeah, me and my buddy were talking, like, it's almost like last night, when they have, like, their father pitch, like, who had their, um, Matt Chapman had his dad pitch, didn't really work out for him, um, Pete Alonso had his cousin pitch, I guess, whatever. It's his best friend. I mean, it's a special moment for them. But you do have a million dollars on the line. It's kind of a an iffy play to go up there with a million dollars on the line and have not almost your batting coach pitch, who's pretty much like a professional meatball thrower. And you have some guy, I think his, his cousin, like, worked, and just like a blue-collar guy. But, I mean, obviously he pulled it out. He was able to... It's almost silly, right? He was able to hit more home runs in whatever four minutes, and yeah, he didn't. I didn't even need the bonus time; he won it in uh, regular fashion. And that's kind of a little thing the Mets fans can hang their hats on. We have got a lot of Mets fans around this area, so it's like one shining moment in their season that they can uh, look back on and and be like, maybe the future's bright. Maybe he will make another hundred dollar bet that the Mets will win ninety games because Pete Alonso hit won the home run derby. Who knows? But once again, I can't stress this enough. July 15th, guys, everyone out there listening? If you're on your laptop, maybe you're on our website listening to the podcast. That's where you go July 15th. It'll be fully operational live. It's like we're live. On July 15th, three sort of packages. Make an account. Win some money. Two winning weeks in a row. We're planning on winning you more money. Especially when football season comes around I know a lot of you guys are probably big football fans It's kind of like a dull time Especially in the summer Dog days of summer, baseball, pretty much that's it But yeah, I mean, especially I think football's maybe in 58 days But who's counting? So we'll be ready with the uh, Packers-Bears game On that Thursday night Woo! That'll be a big one It's not like I'm a Packer fan or anything Definitely not a Bears fan But, yeah, I mean, we're – that's a little bit about the Home Run Derby, a little bit about the Women's World Cup. Once again, July 15th on our website, www.thelinebreakers.com. No more freebies anymore. It's time to – I mean, we've shown that you can trust in our picks. And we're ready to carry you guys into – into the beyond and to a level where you didn't think you'd have this amount of money at the end of the year. We're about to talk about the second half of the year. We'll be right back. Okay everyone, once again, july fifteenth. Monday, July fifteenth, twenty nineteen. That's when the world will change for you. Grow your wealth, maybe. Maybe throw that word around a bit. Go there, July fifteenth, www.thelinebreakers.com. Make an account. And we'll be you'll be receiving our knowledge, our expert analysis and our computer, our smart computer running numbers. And you'll be able to make some money. Two winning weeks in a row. Obviously, we'll be going for three. This week was a tough week, obviously. There's minimal games. Teams have off Monday, Tuesday. I think there's one game tomorrow, probably a rainout. I mean, but after that, there's really not many games. But then, they'll then the teams will be just ready to go into the second half of the year. You'll see a lot of trades happening before July 30th, a trade deadline. And this is when it's really prime time to pick games because teams, I mean, obviously, teams want to win all year, but the cream kind of rhymes to the top now. Teams kind of seeing where they are. A lot of the teams in the lower half of the league are going to start trades, kind of preparing themselves, almost like rebuilding, kind of cutting their losses, seeing what they could do. We may see gardener move. So, kind of like moves like that. Moves like that you'll see in – I mean, you kind of see teams will – I don't want to say lose interest because they're professionals. They obviously want to go out there, win every game. They're always fighting for that next contract. But just mentally a little bit, you'll see te- certain teams take a step back and other teams take a step forward. Like what team will be the Brewers of last year? They came out in second half, obviously Jelic, he didn't carry them, but he obviously helped catalyst them to, he had an MVP season. And there, there'll be moments like that, teams, players that just kind of rise up to the occasion and and they'll be better than the rest. And we'll kind of talk about that a little. We'll start with the National League Cy Young. Obviously, we have Hui Jin, Rai, and the Dodgers, plus 275. And Luis Castillo, plus 750. I mean, obviously, we know the Dodgers will win like 110 games. And he's obviously pitching lights out. And, I mean, he'll just, even alone, you don't have to be a great pitcher to get 15 wins on the Dodgers. What, your ERA below four? You'll be winning more games than you're losing. It's like an unofficial... We're unofficially giving you some pointers right here. See, Mike Soroka's plus 900. That's kind of surprising. That's one guy we kind of look and we see when he's pitching. We like to back him a lot. Like, Jermaine Marquez, why is he... That's weird. I think Mike Soroka there, kind of... That's almost a smart bet to to back, uh, to play Mike Soroka because I think he's going to finish higher than that. I mean, Max Serger just kind of gets a lot of credit because he's been he's been there before. People kind of trust him. Two Dodger guys, two brave guys up here. That's pretty good. Max Fried plus 330, 300. And Strasburg, I mean, that's a bad bet. I think Nola's not really that good of a bet. He's not really that much of a game finisher. DeGrom would be a bad bet. He's not going to win two years in a row, not having nearly a, a good season as he did last year. Zach Davies, I don't really like that bet either. I kind of like Soroka. I kind of like Ryu. And I kind of like... Who else? I kind of like teams that are going to win the division too. It's kind of a big thing we like to look at. So Kershaw, like, I don't think he'll win it. I think it's either going to be Ryu or... I think it'll be Ryu or... Soroka to be honest with you I think Soroka will end up a lot higher than Where he is now Probably get some first place votes So Ryu Soroka for the NL AL we have Verlander Plus 150 I mean You can't really do much better than Verlander's doing this year Obviously he's been there before He's won the MVP and the Cy Young in the same year A couple years ago when he was on Detroit When I think they won the MVP back to back years Cabrera won it or he won it Vice versa Jake Odorizzi on the Twins, plus 500. Don't really like that. Josh Jose Barrios on the Twins, plus 600. Don't really like that. Don't like Herman plus 700. Mike Miner's a guy we like to back, but I don't like him winning the Cy Young. Giolito on the White Sox. I don't like him either. I honestly think it's either going to be Verlander. Yeah, I mean, I guess the top two. Verlander and Orderizi. I kind of hope Trevor Bauer gets traded. I think he's on the trade block. I don't know why, but I think... I think I heard teams scouting him. All right, National League Everyone likes the home run. Cody Bellinger, Christian Yelich, Nolan Arenado. I mean, Belly's just hitting bombs. Yelich won it last year. I feel like that's kind of like almost a disadvantage when you win it and you're kind of up there to win back-to-back years. I feel like voters... It's not like they don't like that, but they're just like you have to have a better year, and I don't think he's gonna have a better second half than what he did last year. So that kind of like he's kind of shit out of luck in that spot. Javi Baez, I like Javi Baez plus a thousand. I like that play. I mean, Acuna's down here plus two thousand. Chris Bryant plus thirty three. I don't really like that. I can't believe Rizzo's up there higher than him, plus sixteen hundred. I like Baez. I like. Obviously, Bellinger. Everyone likes Bellinger. And I like Arnato Arnato will definitely jump Yelich. I mean, he's just... Especially in that Colorado air. I mean, I can't imagine him not matching the totals he's hit in the second half of the year. American League MVP. Mike Trout, obviously, he's there every year. I think two years ago was the only time he was not in the top two of the voting, plus 12, plus twelve, 125. Jorge Polanco, plus 500. It's almost like when you're an average baseball fan, you're like, who? Polanco? I bet there's a lot of people out there like, who's Polanco? Exactly. Austin Meadows, plus 1,000. Springer, plus 1,000. I mean, I can't see Trout not winning it this year. JD's not having a year like he's had last year. Mookie Betts isn't having a year like he had last year. Gary Sanchez just hits home runs. It doesn't really I mean I don't think that carries a lot of weight when you're Joey Gallo. He just hits home runs. I think Mike Trout's gonna win it again. Plus one I would I would hop on it now, plus 125. It's only gonna get lower than that. I mean that kind of wraps it up. They're kind of I guess the National League MVP, oh, not National League MVP, Rookie of the Year, National League. I guess you have Pete Alonzo, Soroka. I think it's hard, especially after last night, Pete Alonso is going to get a lot more buzz playing in New York. I know they talked about it this morning, he's going to get a lot more of those endorsement dollars coming his way. I mean, he's kind of, I know this isn't a factor, but I don't know, he's kind of like not the not the best looking guy in the world, so that kind of does play into the factor of uh, if people like you or not. If you're a good looking guy, people are just going to like you more. It's just a fact. If you don't think that's true, it's just like if a, person, it's a person's in a suit and a person's in a t-shirt, it's like who are you going to trust? If they're telling you both things, like who are you going to trust? Exactly. It's like a salesman comes to your house. I mean, I mean, usually you're just going to be like, this is BS, I'm going to close the door on your face. But I mean, they do. Why do you think they do that? Because it works. People do buy whatever they're selling. If they, did, if they didn't, then they wouldn't do it. Dress nice, come prepared. And Pete Alonso just talks too much, too, in my opinion. But I think it'll win rookie of the year. Especially after last night. I mean, everyone saw the chain on him. I think he's just an awkward guy. I hate to say it, but he's an awkward guy. I obviously don't know him. Um, don't plan on meeting him anytime soon, but I'm sure he's a good guy. He seems like he's he wants to be the leader of the Mets. Um, maybe turn that team around. Maybe. But I think he's got it locked up in the NL. The AL? I don't know. What do you guys think? DM us, right? DM me right now. Tell me what it is. It's bad radio. Um, Let's see. 2009 Rookie of the Year candidates in the AL. Guerrero. These are just prospects. But Guerrero, hmm, nope. I don't think so. I feel like all the top stars in the NL. Yada, yada, yada. Rookies to watch in. Brandon Lowe. Ooh, the pitcher on the Mariners. He's had an okay year. Don't think he'll win it. Michael Chavez. So, yeah, all these guys are all in the NL. Verdugo, Alonzo, Paddock. Paddock will get some votes in the NL. I mean, he kind of slowed down his... uh, he kinda of called out. I mean he called out Pete Alonso back in what May. Struck him out a couple times. But I mean Pete Alonso's definitely been holding the holding his own late in the year. I mean enough of that. I mean, you guys aren't here to do this. You guys are here to make money. So July 15th, once again, no more freebies. Our IG, our Instagram page will just be for I mean for promotion. We we'll made some some funny clips. Some uh, interesting stats and trends, something to get the blood pumping. But I mean, what you really guys want is www.thelinebreakers.com. July fifteenth will be fully operational. We've obviously shown and proved that we can make you guys money. So go there. We'll have three packages. I mean, starting Monday, you'll we'll be able to get one. Sign into your account, see all of our the picks that we. That we run through our algorithm, weed out all the bad ones, find the trends, find the stats to back it up. And exactly, and we want we we're, that's that's just our way of showing you that we're we're obviously putting in the work, we love it, and we want to make you guys money. That's what we all here for. We're make we're here to make you guys money. Fifty eight percent last week, winning week. Obviously, you'll have spray weeks. I mean, we may have a week that would we go seventy percent. Especially when for football. I know you guys are waiting for football out there. 58 days. Rogers, Soldier Field. I mean, you can't really beat that. Peyton Manning. Maybe he'll call some games this year, Peyton Manning. Get some Tony Romo action in there. Tom Brady will be back. What is he? 42 now. He'll be the oldest guy to run for a touchdown soon. Probably beat Doug Flutie's record. And that's when things will be getting exciting. That's when money starts flying people feel the excitement in the air and that's when we really crunch the numbers because we have a whole week to prepare and see what we're gonna pick our trends, all that stuff. So we'll uh, we'll put you guys in a great position. Come Christmas time you'll be able to buy that buy that gift for your family member or take that trip. That's the goal though. That's what we want to every you guys. All right that'll uh, that'll do it for the show this week podcast number 11. Remember July 15th Monday. I mean, we'll be shooting stuff on our Instagram page, telling you where to go, how to do it. We'll uh, we'll guide you guys through it. You can DM if you have any any questions about it. But here we are. I mean, bet with your head, not with your heart. This is Coop of the Linebreakers. Out. Out.